G'day, I'm Washi Ginsberg, and I want to welcome you to the latest IKEA podcast series, Behind the Brand, The Coworkers of IKEA. Join me as we take a peek inside the big blue box and get to know the people at the heart of the IKEA brand. We'll hear stories from co-workers as they take us on a journey through the IKEA culture and values, the very essence of what makes IKEA, IKEA. We'll also learn more about what IKEA stands for as a business, including climate action, equality, and supporting the communities in which it operates. Today, I'll be speaking with Jaden Bickle, sales team leader in self-serve at IKEA Northlakes. Mate, Northlakes is, that is a part of the world, part of Australia that is absolutely pumping, isn't it? Booming. Absolutely booming. For people who aren't from that part of the world, can you give the rest of the listeners an idea about why North Lakes is such a busy store and what's actually happening up there demographic-wise? Yeah. I mean, we haven't ever had an IKEA on the on the north side of, of Brisbane. Uh, it's always been South Brisbane where people have had to travel to and for, you know, people coming from the Sunshine Coast, which is about an hour, hour and a bit north of us, you know, it's a big drive. It's a big day out. So we've been able to attract a lot more customers coming from the northern section into the store, which has been great for not only us, but for them as well, having an IKEA close to home. And it's a part of the city of Brisbane that is just, they're just opening up new land all the time. And it's a very rapidly growing area, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah no, new housing, new businesses going in every day, really. Yeah. We're going to go real fast with five very quick questions, straight from the top of your head. What is the question that customers ask you most often? Well, being downstairs in the warehouse, my number one most asked question is, how do I get upstairs or do you have an upstairs to the store? Uh, The answer is yes, absolutely we do. What do you think is the best takeaway food from the Swedish food market? Uh, The meatballs, 100%. No question. Love the IKEA meatballs. Bit of gravy on top. Good time. If you could pick three words from the English language to describe you, what would they be? Uh, Driven, uh, determined, and a mentor. Who is your favorite superhero? It's got to be Batman. He's Batman, right? He's rich and he's awesome. (laughs) Okay. And are you a a morning person? Are you a night owl? Uh, Night owl, definitely night owl. Yep, not a morning person at all. Always up late at the gym, uh, then cooking food for the next day. Yeah, definitely a night owl. Looking after your body and if you're the kind of person that then goes home and, and cooks and, and preps food for the next day, obviously that's, that's an important part of your life. Why have you found this to be valuable to you to pursue? I think it helped uh, just a lot having, having something to do to start with. It was just kind of a hobby, really. And then, you know, as time went on, I found I got quite strong <laughs> Uh, so what I do is I do weightlifting. So I found out I was quite good at it. And then, yeah, from there, it just turned into a, it just becomes a lifestyle, you know, what time is the workout, got to get the food in, you know, take care of the body, go and get massages. So yeah, it just became the lifestyle. Um, and yeah, for me, it, it's something I'm competing in. So got a competition coming up in October. So work towards that. What's the knock-on effect of having that kind of discipline around the way you move your body, the discipline around the way that you nourish your body? Does that discipline find its way into, into your work? Absolutely. Yeah. It gives structure, you know, making sure the body's healthy so that you can be, you perform at 100%, not only in the gym, but, you know, outside of gym at work and, and even at home, you know, making sure you get, you know, enough sleep so you can recover. So it's just a very structured lifestyle now, almost like clockwork, really. So tell me, how old were you when you first started working at IKEA? 
uh, had almost turned 18, so just on the end of 17. Wow. And so what was life like before IKEA and when did it become a, an idea to go for a job there? Before IKEA, I was working in fast food when I was 14. From the earliest age I could, um, I was in the workplace. So yeah, it got me trained up really good. It was only until I finished uh, grade 12 where um, I was looking for a bit more of a career-like job. An ad came up for IKEA. I'd been there before, so it kind of was a little bit familiar with, I guess, what, what the concept was, applied, and yeah, here we are. It's kind of interesting. I've, I've done my time at the Burgers when I was a teenager, and I did find it interesting, uh, like any fast food franchise, there's not only the recipes that come with it, but there's also, uh, I guess, the business model and the management structure and the management style. For you, what was the biggest thing that you notice a difference between the management style in the fast food company you worked at and the management style at IKEA? In my last job, it's a lot smaller of a, I guess, operation um, at IKEA. There's so many moving parts. You know, the one person's doing this, which relate like links into that person doing that job. So it's a lot bigger of a network, even though it's still just as big of a global company, but a much bigger operation actually in store, I, I found. A lot of input from from many people. When it comes to the leadership model and the leadership style, what is it about the way that they work at IKEA that appeals to you? Whether you're a leader or a coworker, everyone's equal. Everyone gets a chance. Everyone gets a say, a voice to express their opinions, come forward with ideas. So even as a coworker myself, I got a lot of opportunity from having the confidence that my voice was being heard. I absolutely love that about the, the management style here and the leadership style. It really gives uh, people the chance to feel empowered within the store. How many people do you have working under you at the moment? Uh, I currently have eight people reporting to myself. Yeah. Wow. What's that like? Great. I love being a leader to the team. The team's amazing. Um, love being that mentor figure for them. You started when you were 17 years old. So I'm just going to do quick sums. You, you're probably, what, you're 20, 22, 21? 21 at the moment, yep. Have <laughs> you got people that report to you that are older than you? Yes. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, there's only one person in my team that's younger than me, and that's only by about three months. And what's that like? It was a bit of a challenge, especially it's the same department I was actually a coworker in since the beginning. So stepping up from a coworker role to a leadership role in the same team definitely had its challenges. But absolutely, everyone in the team's great. Everyone respects each other. So yeah, it's awesome. It sounds to me like you're you're pretty locked in as far as a career at IKEA goes. Yeah, absolutely. The The amount of chances I've gotten here in four years, the, the different things I could, I've learned, been able to have the, the chance to do, you know, I only see that increasing over the years. So absolutely don't see any end date to a career with IKEA. When you first got there, you know, obviously you, you show up, you said you were just not even quite 18 years old. Was there someone particularly that you looked up to? Someone that kind of took you under their wing a bit? Yeah, my manager when I first started absolutely helped me um, develop my skills, develop my confidence um, within the business. Absolutely best mentor I could ever ask for. What, what do you mean build up your – mate, you, you're striking me as an extraordinarily confident man. Is there a, is this a whole new Jaden that I'm looking at? Oh, absolutely. 17-year-old Jaden. I uh, was terrified and I was very shy, uh, very nervous, especially coming into a new company. Definitely nerve-wracking, but grown into it a little bit. Are you able to use the kind of model of mentorship that you were given now to, to pass on to others? 100%. The first thing that was nailed into me is lead by example. And that's what I've been striving 
towards for the last four years since I've been here. And what does is, what is lead by example mean to you? Lead by example to me means um, that you don't mind getting your hands a bit dirty either. You know, you've got to pitch in, do the hard work, just like everybody else. It's not sitting back and telling people what to do. It's it's leading the way for them, you know, taking charge from the front and, and guiding. How does that affect a team when they see a, a leader doing that? For me personally, I feel like it inspires trust and respect for the leader. So, you know, if you're, you're seen being able to pitch in and do the hard work too, I think everybody follows. You're currently down in the, in the big warehouse. What is it that you enjoy about that environment as opposed to, you know, other areas of the store? Down there, people have, they're either like just on a mission, they've got the text message, they've got the email, they know exactly where to go, or it's like the final scene in Raiders of the Lost Ark and you're like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> That's it. You've nailed it. Absolutely. Yeah. You never know what you're going to expect. It's a very fast paced environment. You know, you've got questions ranging from how do I get upstairs? Is there an upstairs or, you know, where's aisle two? So it's really about meeting the customer in quite a unique way that I don't think we get in many other areas. I'm saying that from experience because I've, I've worked in a few other areas. So it's quite a unique area. It's kind of its own, almost its own standalone department within the sales function, even though it's, you know, within. And the best part is, you know, the customer walks out with their stuff. That's the, the best part. Obviously, the last weeks and months have been unlike anything anyone has experienced before. Mm. What are some learnings that you and the team have had as you've adapted to this new way of life that we are all getting used to? So, it's all about finding better ways to meet the customer. You know, we're selling out of dining tables because everyone's working from home and needing a, needing a desk. So, you know, it's unprecedented times. You know, we don't really know what to expect. We've had to adapt, become quite... Uh, quick on our feet to respond to certain situations. So it has been tricky, but we're getting through it. And how have you, obviously, it sounds like you and the team are, are quite tight. There's, you know, there's there's eight eight people, nine of you all up. It's quite a tight team. How are you managing to to keep that team together when you can't really be two together at the moment? Yeah. You know, we still sit a meter and a half apart when we're at lunch. Um, so, you know, we still have lunch together. We catch up for coffees. It's, yeah, like you said, it has been tricky. You know, we stay connected with the Microsoft Teams app, catch up with everyone, see how everyone's doing. Just make sure everyone's coping and everyone's doing well. Absolutely. First first priority. So, tell me about your teammates. How How else do you foster an inclusion between you and your teammates? And why is that important for the overall goal of what you're doing at IKEA? You know, every year since we've opened, we've had a Christmas dinner together, play a bit of Secret Santa. So, you know, little team activities, you know, we have our farewell. If, you know, we've had people leave, unfortunately. So, you know, we have farewell drinks for them, you know, make sure that they're sent off um, the right way. Any new one into the team, same thing. Yeah, very inclusive um, team. Basically, as many times as we can hang out together outside of work, we do. You used to work in, in logistics, right? What was your role there? Uh, that was the goods flow morning operation, so bringing stock into the store before opening. That sounds like it is a high-pressure job. Yep, much faster pace than what I'm in currently. So you've got about 4 a.m. to 9 a.m. to get over, you know, 300, 400 articles into its location in the store, you know, whether that be into the market or section as an accessory or into the furniture area, very high pace. What does it mean for you as a as a leader? What does it mean for you when you see your the people that you're working with and people who are working for you? What does it mean to you when you see them push themselves a little bit outside their comfort zone? 
it's awesome to see, inspiring to be able to go that that extra step or to push yourself out of your comfort zone, especially when it's, you know, working towards, you know, their own idea. You know, if they've got an idea, they bring it forward. And then, you know, even at that, when they're implementing it, it's awesome to see um, just that confidence um, in themselves to be able to get something done. It's it's really good to see, especially, you know, especially when it succeeds for them. You've had a couple of years now working in a, you know, it's essentially a global environment. It's a, uh, it's a big global company. The management structure and the management style is very kind of global way of, of, of thinking. If they said, hey, Jade, we want you to come back and talk to the grade 11 and 12s about what it's like out there in the workplace, what are some things that you would say to, to people who are still in high school about not necessarily a job at Ikea, but just generally life on the other side of high school? What would you say to them? Look, personally, I didn't do great in high school, you know, uh, working full time. I didn't have much, uh, much energy when it came to being in school. So, you know, where I didn't succeed um, in high school, I put focus, you know, 95% of my energy into the workplace, put my mind to things. Um, absolutely. Whatever you, whatever you want to achieve and whatever you, you put your mind to, absolutely. You can get it done. I haven't gone to uni. I didn't go to TAFE. I don't have any degrees. So, you know, just working your way up the ranks, working hard. And and you'll you're gonna make it. And you mentioned that because I can really relate to that. I didn't do very well in high school either. I dropped out of after six weeks of part time uni because it was too hard, uh, and I didn't know what to do. What does it mean? Like obviously, when you're at high school and you might not be doing as well as other people, it can it can wear you down a bit, you know, because the the people in charge and the authority figures they are, you know, they're counting on marks because that's their KPI, like how well are the kids in my class doing? And that can leave you a little demoralized as a, as a kid. What was it like to be in a workplace that suddenly people are treating you like, oh, Jaden, you know what's up? Jaden, you're doing a great job. Top work, Jaden. Yeah, it was, it was awesome. Huge, like I said, confidence booster from school, you know, not doing very well. It is quite demotivating, demoralizing. So, Coming into a workplace and and being a go to or a role model um, is an awesome feeling. Definitely feels I feel like some of the hard work that I've done has paid off, which is yeah, huge confidence booster, huge huge morale booster. It seems to me that you really get you get you get quite a kick out of the uh, the the team vibe there, don't you? Absolutely, yeah. Team environments are you know wonderful to be a part of. What does it do for you? Motivates me. You know, seeing other people um, putting in hard work, you know, working towards the same thing is definitely a huge motivation, rewarding, um, you know, when when you come together as a team and, and solve, a, solve a problem or, um, you know, find a new better way to work. When everyone's for each other, there's really no better environment to be in. And how does that lift you? You know, say if you're faced with a challenge, how does that lift you when you're in, in such a team? I guess, yeah, having the input um, of other people to kind of maybe find... If I'm, you know, stuck with a problem, you know, having that shoulder to go to tap on and go, hey, what do you think about this? Or is there any other better way you do it? Having that support around me, absolutely. It's a great thing to have. You're clearly quite committed to your extracurricular lifting. What kind of support have you got from work around the stuff you do outside of your time at IKEA? Yeah, I mean, all I've, all I really have asked for is that I have a few, uh, early finish. So, you know, finishing it around that four o'clock mark, um, so I can get to the gym in time. Five o'clock is when um is when the gym trains on Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. So being able to get there down there for that, absolutely. Um, I've been supported with means I might have to do the Thursday night late night until nine o'clock, but that's all right. You said you're training for an event at the moment. What is the event? 
it's qualifying for states um, in October for powerlifting. So it, you know, is a sport that goes off your main three, I guess, weightlifting, which is deadlift, squat, and bench press. I can do all three of those maneuvers, but I, I've never gotten anywhere near the kind of stuff where you're getting close to lifting your own body weight or, or beyond that. That's clearly that, like that, that's a, that's a line that many people never get past. What does it feel like once you go beyond being able to lift your own body weight? Uh, huge adrenaline rush, huge, yeah, surge of many emotions, you know. And yeah, I mean, definitely proud that I can do it. It's not, I guess, an easy feat. I mean, I'm looking to, you know, squat and deadlift over two times my body weight, bench press over, over my body weight. So it's, it, look, it's heavy, right? It doesn't feel great, but it's a huge adrenaline rush. Now, I've, I've seen powerlifting happen and there's usually a lot of blokes either side of you spotting, but they're also yelling a lot, aren't they? Yes. Yeah. A lot of yelling. Absolutely. Our gym environment is a lot, is a very loud environment. Yeah. <laughs> And how does that help you? How does that motivate you to get that lift completed safely and and with good form? Yeah, I mean, you know, having, you know, five, six mates around you all yelling at you to to get it done and it's it's actually super motivating once you're in once you're in the zone, once you're dialed in on what you want to what you want to do. Yeah, having six strong guys around you super motivating. When you think about where we are now, as a community, as a society, trying to trying to grapple with this challenge, uh, we've suddenly been handed this new set of rules of this is how we have to live together. When you think about the future, and and you know when you think about what what's coming at IKEA, you know what do you what do you think about? What are you excited about? Excited for growth, you know the opportunities that can come out of this. I think you know people being a lot at home at the moment, you know getting time to do those projects that you don't really get time to when you're working full time. So as for, you know, the next six, where we are in six months, I uh, haven't really thought about it. You know, every day it's a new, something new coming up. Every day it's changing and, and we're adapting. And I guess at the moment, it's really just taking one step at a time and working through the problem. And what about your own future at IKEA? You mentioned before that you were looking to be there for quite some time. What do you see ahead for you? I mean, immediately the next step for me, I, I want to take that next step in sales. You know, it's not going to be tomorrow, but, you know, work towards it in the next couple of years. As from there, you know, who knows, there's multiple areas to branch off to. You know, you can head off into service office, head into a store sales manager. There's so many opportunities that you get as your next step. And there's so many new things you learn going into when you get into a new role that you might not even know that exists as a as a job or as a task or as a role. So. It's hard to say really what the next step after my next one would be. As for the immediate goal, it's definitely that next step within sales. And what would you say as like the Jaden that first rolled into IKEA at the age of 17 versus you now, besides obviously the massive difference in lean muscle mass, what would you say is the biggest change in you since you started working there? Coming in at 17, I was uh, still pretty immature. You know, hadn't really, I mean, to a sense, had had an idea of kind of where I wanted to go or who I wanted to become, you know, who was who was me, but still definitely pretty immature. Um, and it took me a little while still to kind of grow into um, a more mature role model, I guess, within the store. So probably would have told 17-year-old Jaden to hurry up with that process a little bit faster. Thank you so much. I've really enjoyed this conversation, Jaden. Thanks heaps, man. It's been awesome. 
Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Behind the Brand, the co-workers of IKEA. Make sure you subscribe to hear the next episode. Thanks for listening.